Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. I just wanted to take a moment and tell you about my friends over at Purality Health and their new rapid-absorbing glutathione spray. Glutathione is your master antioxidant. It helps you kick out toxins and boost your metabolism fast. In fact, when supplementing with high-quality glutathione, you will purge unhealthy toxins You'll lose weight with less effort. You'll feel more energetic. You'll notice a brighter complexion and you'll feel much healthier overall. But here's the thing. Not all glutathione supplements are created equal. If you're taking glutathione in capsule or tablet form, you're missing out on key nutrients as they will simply pass through your body without being absorbed. You could thank your stomach acid for that. However, my friends over at Purality Health have a new rapid-absorbing, delicious glutathione spray that delivers this powerful antioxidant straight to the areas of your body that need it most. Just pump a few sprays onto your tongue and watch as toxins naturally purge from your body. The best part? You can experience these results in as little as seven days. For a limited time, they are offering a special buy-one-get-one-free deal, which is backed by a 180-day money-back guarantee. So you have no risk. You can try it out. All you need to do is visit masterantioxidant.com forward slash DRJ. Again, that's masterantioxidant.com forward slash DRJ. And that will give you access to this exclusive deal. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Excited about today's topic. It's about amino acids for anxiety, addictions, and leaky gut. So many individuals that are listening to our show are dealing with either themselves or with a family member dealing with anxiety. Anxiety is on the rise in our society, and there's a lot that we can do for it. There's addictions are on the rise, but there's many things we can do for it from a functional nutrition perspective. And so that's why I wanted to bring Trudy on. She is a food mood expert. She is a certified nutritionist who educates anxious individuals about nutritional solutions for anxiety. She is known for her expertise in the use of targeted individual amino acids. And we're going to talk about that. Things like tryptophan, GABA, uh, to support to support brain health. She, ex she has an expertise in nutritional solutions for social anxiety condition called pyroluria and the harmful effects of benzodiazepines. Trudy is the author of The Anti-Anxiety Food Solution. How the foods you eat can help you calm your anxious mind, improve your mood, and end cravings. And the host of the Anxiety Summit. So you guys can find her book again, The Anti-Anxiety Food Solution. It's in our show notes for this podcast. And you can also find it on Amazon.com. And Trudy is just a wealth of knowledge. And she has she's really passionate about this because she was able to eliminate her anxiety and panic attacks using a nutritional approach. And she's helped a lot of people all over the world deal with these issues. And so I'm really excited about this. We've had her on the podcast in the past, and she was one of our more, most popular podcast episodes because so many of you guys, again, are dealing with these issues. So we're going to go through that 
and the interview today. I think you guys are going to love this. So without further ado, let's go into the show. Well, Trudy, it is always great to connect with you. And I know you're an expert when it comes to anxiety and using amino acids and a nutritional approach to dealing with anxiety, to dealing with addictions. Um, I've always loved our conversations. And I know people all around the world are really getting help and support from your website and everything that you're doing. And so today we're talking about how a leaky gut really plays a role. And, and, and as, a, as one of the root cause factors when it comes to addictions, when it comes to anxiety. So let's go into that in some more detail. Yes. So when I think um, of leaky gut, also called intestinal permeability, and anxiety and addictions, I immediately start thinking about nutritional imbalances. And some of these nutritional imbalances are caused by the fact that we've got leaky gut. And, and some of these specific nutrients can actually increase anxiety levels. For example, low zinc low vitamin B6, low iron, low magnesium, they're all needed to make our neurotransmitters like calming GABA and calming serotonin. We also need zinc for the production of stomach acid. And so when zinc is low, we can't digest uh, the quality animal protein that we need, and we can't break it down into the amino acids, which are the building blocks of these neurotransmitters. We might also have dysbiosis or you know microbi microbial imbalances. This we know we know we know about the gut-brain connection and how what's going on in our gut can have such a huge impact on our brain and our mental health. We make serotonin in the gut. We also make GABA and B vitamins in the gut. So all of these factors um, that that you know that are triggered by leaky gut have a direct downstream impact on anxiety. And then also, of course, uh, Dr. Jockers, when we hear leaky gut, we also think that there's very likely leaky blood-brain barrier, and that, so that means toxins can then enter the brain and cause damage. Yeah, it's a really good summary there. Yeah, you know, I always say leaky gut equals leaky brain because again, that gut lining is very similar. The the blood-brain barrier has a similar lining to protect the brain from pathogens and toxins and things like that. Uh, just like the gut tries to protect the bloodstream from these kind of, you know, toxic invaders, pathogens, things that drive up inflammation. So there's that intimate relationship. Can you go into a little bit more detail there? Yes. So when it comes to um, anxiety, the anxious woman that I work with, there's some specific causes that I see as, as common causes with mm -hmm. of leaky gut. And I'm going to touch on two of them, uh, gluten and junk food and sugar. And I won't go into those in too much detail because there's a lot more awareness about those. And then I also want to go into a little bit more detail about alcohol, because that one is often not mm. talked about. And this, this could be if someone is an alcoholic and also with social drinking. And I'm seeing a big uptick in social drinking, especially with anxiety, because we use it, alcohol, to calm down, just to to fit in socially um, and, you know, to relax at the end of the day. So alcohol is a big one and it has some direct implications when it comes to leaky gut. And I'll share a really interesting recent study and, and how it does that. But let's just go into gluten first. You know, we know it's, it's pretty common knowledge that it damages the gut, causing leaky gut, and it leads to a lot of these nutritional imbalances that we just talked about. And there's actually some research showing that gluten itself can cause low serotonin and li it's likely via some of uh, the nutritional deficiencies that that are caused because of the leaky gut there's we know we know about the the gut issues when it comes to gluten 
diarrhea, constipation, failure to thrive, and this damage to the gut lining. But what a lot of people don't realize is there's a psychiatric component as well. And there's a lot of research and certainly clinical evidence in my practice and, and with a number of practitioners seeing this increase in anxiety, panic attacks, actually social anxiety as well, depression, schizophrenia, and bipolar with gluten issues. So we've got gluten damaging the gut, and then we've got a direct impact on mood as well. When it comes to uh, junk food, processed foods, and sugar, there's often an, an addiction here. Sugar is addicting. It, we use it to self-medicate as well. And I don't really want to go into this in a lot of detail, but I do want to mention it because it is it is a common factor that I see. We know that it changes the microbiome. It increases LPS and these pro-inflammatory cytokines. It lowers omega-3s. Artificial sweeteners and a lot of processed foods impact the microbiome. And then so do emulsifiers, which in a lot of processed foods uh, guar gum, uh, xanthan gum, carrageenan, and, and cellulose. So those are some of the, you know, less, you know, more recognized um, than mm -hmm. alcohol. Um, so I want to just mention the alcohol one, because this is less recognized, as I said, and it's often a very touchy subject because, you know, you think there's the one end, you an alcoholic, and the other end, there's this uh, social drinking. And I actually see it more as a, more as a continuum, and even social drinking can be an issue. And a lot of people who are social drinkers don't want to be told that maybe it is an issue, um, and you have to actually recognize it, and then there's something that you can do, do about it. And I'll tell you how, what you can do about it when we talk about the amino acids, because they're very, very powerful for carb addiction, sugar addiction, and, and even alcohol addiction. But let me just share this interesting paper. I think this was uh, published in 2022. The title is Gut Microbiota Dysbiosis, the Potential Mechanisms by Which Alcohol Disrupts the Gut and Brain Functions. So they talk about um, this. They're actually talking about alcohol use disorder. So they are talking about alcoholism. They talk about it being a high-risk psychiatric disorder. And there's a connection known as the microbiota gut brain axis and they talk about alcohol disrupting the gut barrier resulting in changes in intestinal permeability as well as as affecting the microbiome and this in turn impairs brain function and and worsens the patient's mental status and gut activity. Some of the mechanisms they talk about is effects on the immune system, effects on inflammation, and then they also talk about how the microbiome affects neurotransmitter release, including dopamine, serotonin, and GABA. And in this particular paper, they're talking about using the microbiome and addressing the leaky gut as a way to help with alcohol addiction. In this particular paper, the solution is using a fecal uh, microbiota transplant, which is a, a procedure where you collect stool from a healthy donor and you introduce it into the, the patient's GI tract. But today, what I want to talk about is how to use amino acids to support the low serotonin and the low GABA that is the result of leaky gut and dysbiosis. So you've got this alcohol intake, it's causing inflammation, it's causing leaky gut, it's disrupting the the neurotransmitters, so you've got low serotonin, you've got low GABA, but there is something that you can do about it uh, to both heal the leaky gut, address the low neurotransmitters, ease their anxiety, and actually stop the addiction as well. 
yeah, that's really important to know. We need to understand this. And why do you think that, you know, obviously we know that alcohol can, can disrupt the, the tight junctions and impact the permeability of the gut. And so um, when it comes to low GABA, low serotonin, and you tied that in earlier, how when somebody has leaky gut, that can obviously cause protein malnutrition. So they're not getting the amino acids. They may not be digest or absorbing B6 effectively, right? which is really key zinc you mentioned, right? And so a lot of these nutrient deficiencies can then cause low brain neurotransmitters, which can then result in addictive behaviors and anxiety. So um, you have a, a strategy where you can go in and actually use those amino acids and, and are seeing really good results with this. So yeah, let's go into that in more detail. Yes, and the amino acids are amazing because they, we're going to talk today how, firstly, they ease anxiety, and that's the focus of my work. I, I work with um, individuals with anxiety, and I use these targeted individual amino acids to ease their anxiety symptoms very quickly. And we'll talk about two specific, well, three different types of anxiety today. We're going to talk about low serotonin anxiety, low GABA anxiety, and actually low blood sugar as well. They can all cause anxiety. Mm -hmm. And there's different symptoms in each of those areas that we use to decide which which one it is and then which amino acid that we're going to use. But in the context of today's um, interview and the theme of the summit, Leaky Gut, I'm going to share some really interesting research showing how each of these amino acids also have a direct impact on healing a leaky gut, which I think is so cool because the more I learn about the amino acids, the more excited I get about them because there's so many applications. But the other thing is these amino acids help with addictions. So now it's, it makes it easy to quit the gluten that's damaging the gut. It helps you quit the sugar that's causing inflammation and damaging the gut. And it helps you quit alcohol without having to use willpower. So it makes it easy to make the changes. It also stops that anxiety and overwhelm where you just feel like you're spinning and you can't actually get anything mm. done. So you know you've got an addiction, you know you, you're eating too much sugar, you know you you love bread, you love cookies, you love bagels, um, and you love that glass of wine at the end of the day. You need it. It's your, you know, just, it's no, don't take that away from me. I just, it's, I need it. It's my treat. It's my reward. It's, it helps me reduce stress. So we know we've got these addictions. We know that they make us feel good, these these uh, foods and, and and beverages that we use, but we can't stop. And when we've got a brain chemical imbalance, it actually drives that addiction and it's, it makes us feel more anxious. So we know we need to stop, but we can't. And we use these, whatever the word is, sugar, carbs, alcohol, to self-medicate, to calm down, to self-soothe. And we, we stress eat because we're anxious. But there are specific amino acids, which we're going to talk about now, that help to heal the leaky gut. So, and then that means you're not going to get all these nutritional deficiencies we talked about. And it helps you quit these uh, sugars, carbs, alcohol. And I'm often asked, uh, where do you start? Um, someone actually asked me on Facebook when I, I said I was going to be on your, your summit. And I said, what do you guys want me to cover? And a lot of people said, where do you start? Do you fix the gut first? and then consider amino acids, or do you uh, start using the amino acids at first and then fix the gut? And they said different practitioners have different approaches. And my approach is to start with the amino acids on day one. First day I'm working with someone, we start on the amino acids. Because it gives you hope, 
It gives you results and it makes the diet changes so much easier. You can quit the gluten, the carbs, the alcohol easily. You don't have willpower required and you're starting to heal the gut as we're going to hear about today. And you're easing that anxiety and that overwhelm, which is often very high as you're starting to go into trying to address whatever your issues are. Now, you may have other health problems that you're trying to address. You may have Hashimoto's, you may have arthritis, you may have multiple sclerosis, whatever the diagnosis is. If you've also got anxiety and you've got these carb addictions or this alcohol, need for alcohol, the amino acids are something to consider. So it's, they, you know, whatever the diagnosis is, think about what your symptoms are as we go through these today and then you'll be able to figure out which which category of anxiety you have and which amino acid might help and the other question that I often get Dr. Jockers is where do you start do you address low serotonin first and then yeah. low GABA or low GABA or low serotonin or low blood sugar and what I do is um, first I say yes we're going to definitely start on the amino acids the second thing I say is uh, look at these symptoms, which we're going to go through in a second. Uh, tell me which ones are most problematic for you in each of the three categories, low serotonin, low GABA, and low blood sugar. And we'll start in that area. Some people may find that the worry, the ruminating thoughts is more severe for them than the physical tension. Then we'll start with low serotonin. So I'd like to talk about low serotonin and um, yeah. Those symptoms, and then we can go into the other ones as well. How does that sound? Yeah, sounds great. Let's talk about serotonin. Yep. Okay. So, say for example, someone said, you know, they they uh, look, look at all the symptoms, um, and they decide that low serotonin is the area that they have the most issue with. That doesn't necessarily mean they've got the more severe symptoms. It just might be holding them back more. So, with low serotonin, we have anxiety, worry fear, obsessing, you could have full-blown obsessive compulsive disorder, you have ruminating, insomnia, you may lie in bed thinking and not being able to switch off that busy brain at night, rage, irritability, PMS, menopausal symptoms, TMJ, other pain. And then the clue with low serotonin when it comes to cravings and addictions is that they happen in the afternoon and the evening because that's when oh. serotonin seems to go down. So what I'll have clients do is rate the, the, all of these symptoms on a scale of 1 to 10, and then we, they can say, yes, um, um, anxiety and worry is it's just holding me back and I've got this total overwhelm. I can't get anything done because of it. I really want to start by addressing low serotonin. And what we do is then we use do a trial of tryptophan or 5-HTP to raise serotonin and start to ease these symptoms. And what it does is it eases the anxiety, the worry, the fear within five minutes if if that's if it is low serotonin. And I, I use a, I do use these sublingually um, during a trial, uh, doing doing this trials, and they they open the capsule or that we use a powder, so we're getting results very quickly. Now, some people choose to continue to use uh, the amino acid sublingually um, if they've got gut issues, if they've got leaky gut, using the the uh, tryptophan or the 5-HTP opened onto their tongue or using a powder often is more effective. Well, but what this does is it eases those anxiety and the worry and the overwhelm, um, some of the PMS symptoms, rage as well, and it helps you quit the bread and the sugar, the candy and the alcohol. There was actually one woman in my community. She could not quit wine until she added tryptophan. Mm. She'd get home. Now it's late afternoon. 
going into the evening and she had to open a bottle of wine while she started prepping dinner for her family. She knew she didn't need it. She knew she didn't want it, but she could not. She tried unsuccessfully for months. When she added in that trip to fan, it was easy and she just could not believe how easy it made uh, quitting the, the, the wine. And then I mentioned that with each of these amino acids, there's a leaky gut benefit. And um, I found this paper that was published in 2020, gut dysbiosis and serotonin, intestinal serotonin as a ubiquitous membrane permeability regulator in host tissues, organs, and the brain. And their hypothesis was that um, intestinal serotonin, and they're actually talking about serotonin that's produced by the gut, but we can extrapolate uh, to raising serotonin levels by using tryptophan or 5-HTP. They found, they found that it participates and it has an important role in the regulation of membrane permeability in the intestine brain and other organs. You mentioned brain earlier. We both yeah. mentioned brain earlier in the leaky brain. But what we've got is by addressing low serotonin levels, in addition to easing the anxiety and stopping those addictions, it's starting to heal the gut as well, which I think is very powerful. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that as well. Now, when you do it, you prefer, do you prefer tryptophan or 5-HTP when somebody gets started? That's a great question. And some people do better on tryptophan, some do better on 5-HTP. I always start with tryptophan uh, simply because 5-HTP uh, has been shown to raise cortisol levels. So if someone mm. has got high cortisol or if we don't know if they've got um, high cortisol, we would want to use tryptophan. And there are some serotonin transporter polymorphisms that may have an impact on whether you do what better with one versus the other. It also seems um, in perimenopause and menopause, uh, you may do better with 5-HTP because of low lower estradiol. So that depends on age. And then also vitamin D status can have an impact. So it really, it's simple enough just to try one. If you have the low serotonin symptoms and you're not getting the benefits that you would expect, switch to the other one and see, see which one works the best. And you should notice those benefits quickly. So if you try the tryptophan, you're really not noticing the benefits within five to 10 minutes or so. That may not be the right one for you. Is that what you're saying? Yes. And it may, you may say, well, my symptoms are not, my overwhelm and anxiety is like a nine out of 10. And you do tryptophan and maybe it improves to, to like an eight out of 10. If you get any improvement, uh -huh. that's a good sign. And, and what we what we do is we want to give it a chance and increase yeah. the dose because it may be tryptophan, but it may not be the right dose. Uh -huh. So we increase, if it goes down one more notch, then we increase again in a week's time. And we keep increasing until we find the ideal dose. If if you get no benefit, or maybe you just get one notch improvement, but, but nothing else as you increase, then I would switch to the other one. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. Really good. Really good. Now, obviously, uh, so you're doing a lot with serotonin, helping support serotonin, but how about GABA? There's a GABA type anxiety as well. Yes, so low serotonin anxiety is the ruminating, the worry in the head, the more sort of mental anxiety. With low GABA, it's more physical. You'll mm. feel that tension in the body, 
stiff and tense muscles maybe going up into your neck, uh, physical, so physical kind of anxiety where you've got, uh, you may feel it in your gut and your belly, and then you have the anxiety and worry as well, but it's definitely more of a, a physical kind of um, anxiety. And you may stress eat, so if you, you as you are more stressed, then you eat carbs and sugar, and this could be any time of the day, whereas low serotonin, it, it tends to be towards the end of the day and, and in the evening. With low GABA, it could be any time of the day. And I typically see low GABA driving the need to self-medicate with wine, more so than serotonin, but it, it can happen with any any kind of, you know, uh, food or, or, or drink. Uh, but I'll often see uh, low GABA driving this need to have wine to fit in socially and then to relax at the end of the day. And you could actually have both. It's very common to have both low serotonin and low GABA and see some benefits with doing uh, serotonin support. And then we may layer in the GABA support as well. Now, with, with the amino acids, I only trial one at a time. That way you know what's working and what benefits you're getting. Um, and then GABA is always used sublingually. It's used sublingually uh, or opened uh, with the initial trial and then throughout uh, the, using it, throughout needing it. Um, I don't find GABA works swallowed at all. Um, and certainly if you've got a leaky gut, uh, you definitely want to be doing, you know, you definitely want to be focusing on using it sublingually. And Again, very quick results. A lot of people, as soon as we do a trial of GABA, they'll say, oh, just feel like I had a glass of wine. And they'll just be oh. so relaxed and just feel so good. And that's what you want. You want to address the low GABA instead of using alcohol in order to get those same feelings because of all the reasons we talked about earlier. Now, interestingly enough, uh, all of the amino acids can help with other addictions. Um, I've got a, a little short uh, case here to share with you. Um, it can help with uh, prescription medications and cigarettes as well. A mom in my community shared feedback about her 32-year-old son. He, she said, I have a son who just started GABA after I recommended it uh, to him from following you all these years, he'd given up Adderall, alcohol, and nicotine all these uh, this past six months, and he's feeling so much better and calmer than he has in the last 10 years of his life. So GABA helped him uh, get get off the medications and the alcohol and the nicotine, which and, and gave Wonderful. him that, that, um, that calming effect as well. Yeah. And, and th then I mentioned, you know, again, there's a GABA leaky gut connection. Uh, this was a 2017 paper that I blogged about. Uh, it's called Gastroprotective Effect of Gamma Aminobutyric Acid on Ethanol-Induced Gastric Mucosal Injury. Oh. And they said, GABA shows the potential for less ulcers, less oxidative damage, less inflammation in the gut, and gastroprotective properties after alcohol consumption. So if someone's consuming alcohol, they've damaged the gut, they've caused leaky gut, and now they can use GABA firstly to help them quit the alcohol, but then secondly, as they start to use the GABA, it's going to reduce that inflammation and it's going to help to start heal the gut, which yeah. is, I think is pretty amazing. Yeah, just a hypothesis, but it, it would seem like serotonin GABA production in the gut is almost like a postbiotic because we know gut bacteria produce it. So other postbiotics like butyric acid, for example, have been shown to help heal the gut, help heal the gut lining. So it seems like it's having that postbiotic 
effect helping support and heal the gut lining. That's very interesting. I wonder if that is is what it's doing. It, it would make sense because when we've got a good uh, gut bacteria, we're making those neurotransmitters. Yeah, yeah very interesting. And that's really what a postbiotic is. It's something that's produced by healthy gut bacteria, healthy, normal gut bacteria. So yeah, it's a, it's a postbiotic effect. I would, I would imagine that's taking place there. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I just wanted to interrupt this podcast to tell you about how important your liver is. In fact, if you're suffering from low energy, brain fog, and unexplained extra body fat, the problem could be your liver. You may not know it, but your liver is the foundation for good health. It performs more than 500 key functions like filtering toxins, breaking down nutrients, and keeping cholesterol in check. But over time, your liver can start to wear down. And that's when you get energy crashes, belly fat, and trouble with memory and concentration. Fortunately, there's a simple solution. It's called Liver Health Formula. Liver Health Formula contains 11 powerful herbs and nutrients clinically proven to recharge and revitalize your liver. It also helps protect against fatty liver, which is a silent epidemic affecting 100 million Americans. Liver Health Formula is manufactured in the US and approved by American doctors. And as a listener of this show, you can try Liver Health Formula and receive a free bottle of nano-powered omega-3 to keep your heart and brain healthy when you order today. Just go to getliverhelp.com forward slash shockers and claim your free bonus gift. Again, that's getliverhelp.com forward slash shockers, G-E-T-L-I-V-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash shockers, getliverhelp.com. Get your free bottle of nano-powered omega-3 along with your liver health formula today. Are restless nights stealing your sleep? Well, if so, I have a podcast recommendation for you. It's called Sleep Magic. On the Sleep Magic podcast, episodes are delivered in relaxing, soft tones, getting slower as the episode goes on with relaxing suggestions that encourage sleep. Sleep Magic has over 100 free episodes, so there are plenty of options to choose from, and the show is already trusted by hundreds of thousands of people who use it every night to get better sleep. So go subscribe to Sleep Magic now wherever you listen to podcasts and start listening for free today. Just search Sleep Magic on your favorite podcast app. You mentioned, obviously, the serotonin type. You mentioned the GABA type. You also mentioned low blood sugar. What, what's a differentiating factor uh, that somebody may be dealing with low blood sugar compared to the serotonin and the GABA type anxieties? Yes. So with low blood sugar, you will have these blood sugar swings where you can feel more anxious. You can also be more irritable. You can actually have rage and anger mm. issues as your blood sugar dips too low. And you've got this intense desire for something sweet. I had one client, uh, she she called her her desire for something sweet a demonic urge for all things <laughs> sweet at any time of the day and she was she was relatively healthy she wasn't eating gluten she wasn't drinking alcohol but she was making these concoctions of sweet treats with healthy sweetness and she was eating a lot of a lot mm. of it and she just that was you know a lot of um, 
honey and coconut sugar and and just a, a lot of sweet treats, way way more than she uh, needed. And she knew it was a problem, but she couldn't do anything about it. So we talked about, uh, we, I had a look at the low, uh, low blood sugar symptoms. And again, I'll have clients rate these symptoms. Um, the anxiety, the irritability, rage. I didn't mention poor focus. That's also an issue with low blood sugar. And she rated her symptoms and she scored just about 10 on everything. Um, and she realized it was when she wasn't eating properly. So we addressed the protein at breakfast and protein throughout the day and healthy fats. That was really important for her. It turned out she did have adrenal issues. That's another thing you need to address when someone has a blood sugar swing. So, we, But that was going to take longer to address. But So right away, we knew that she had this intense desire for sugar and she had these uh, blood sugar swings that was driving this need uh, for sugar. And uh, I talked to her about glutamine and I said, if you put glutamine on your tongue, it's going to stop this desire for sweet in its tracks and it's going to help with the blood sugar stability. So it's going to take away that anxiety and that irritability and rage issues that she also had. And now as someone who is a true addict, she didn't want to do it. Why would I take glutamine when I could have sweet? And that's, you know, that's how we rationalize when we're addicted to something. And so she wasn't even willing to try it. You know, she said, look, how am I going to do it? I said, look, just listen to your nutritionist. And as you are approaching the kitchen to get some sweets, or if you're getting in the car to go somewhere to get something sweet, just humor your nutritionist and open a, gab a glutamine capsule onto your tongue and see what happens. And then we'll take it from there. And then we'll discuss next time. She came in. Uh, to the office, um, and she said to me, I can't believe it. I was going to the kitchen, and I knew I was going to have sugar, and I knew you'd said to me, take the glutamine, and I thought, okay, I'll put it on my tongue, but I knew it wasn't going to work. I was still going to have that sugar, and she, by the time she got to the kitchen, um, and one time she was actually in her car driving, she just turned around and went home. She did not need that sugar. Wow. So sometimes, yeah, and then once that happens once or twice, you realize how powerful it is, and then it's easy to do because it stops that addiction and it stops that, it stops the the the, the you trying to rationalize why it wouldn't work. So glutamine will do that; it'll stop that the those sweet cravings in their tracks. But it does need to be on the tongue. You can open a capsule onto the tongue. Five hundred milligrams is what I usually have clients start with, or you can get glutamine powder and just uh, open, uh, you know, put a little bit onto the tongue, and it'll do that as well. Now, glutamine is also calming. So some of it converts to GABA, and uh, some people need to watch because uh, for some people it's, it can be a little bit too stimulating. So some of it can convert to glutamate and be a little bit too stimulating. So I'll usually start folks on a low dose of about 500 milligrams of glutamine uh, a few times a day because it's starting to uh, balance blood sugar throughout the day. It's stopping that intense sweet cr craving. And what it's also doing, it's starting to heal the gut. So it's well-recognized. Um, in um, functional medicine world and nutrition for helping to heal the leaky gut. So we've got this amino acid again that's helping with the anxiety, it's helping with the sugar cravings, and it's also helping uh, with the leaky gut. Now, I wanted to just share one other study, and this was a combination product uh, with glutamine, 
5-HTP and DPA, which we haven't talked about yet. Um, DPA is an amino acid that helps raise endorphin levels. Mm -hmm. And we can often crave uh, carbs or crave alcohol because we've got low endorphins. We use it for profit. But in this uh, particular study, it was quite an old study. I think it was 2007. They used a combination product with glutamine, 5-HTP, and DPA, which stands for D-phenylalanine, and it helped ease alcohol withdrawal syndrome in an inpatient detox program. So uh, these patients had anxiety, they had agitation, they had insomnia, and um, they had been consuming alcohol, so they presumably had leaky gut, and they used this combination product of these amino acids uh, that actually helped uh, these patients. So this was in a detox uh, a program inpatient, and it had you know it had this powerful effect. So it's amazing to think that these amino acids can help ease anxiety. They can start to heal the leaky gut. They can help you quit the sugar, the junk food, the carbs, and the alcohol that is contributing to leaky gut. And then the leaky gut is also a factor uh, when it comes to your anxiety because of the nutritional imbalances that we talked about right at the beginning. Yeah, we have really good stuff. And I like how you talked about how you like to start with this because when people are feeling anxious or overwhelmed, you know, changing any sort of lifestyle change can be very overwhelming and compliance is super key to getting the results. And so when you're able to take amino acids and get quick results that you can really feel and help you overcome addictions and overcome obsessive compulsive types of behaviors, uh, it really, really, really plays a big role. So I'm, I'm really glad to hear that. Glad to hear about the results that you're seeing. I had a question about glutamine, you know, glutamine, obviously it converts into glutamate and also into uh, GABA in the brain. My, it, it working so quickly on sugar cravings, I don't know if we have that, you know, worked out yet as far as exactly the mechanism there, but a hypothesis I had was that because we know glutamate is an excitatory neurotransmitter, helps us think quickly, sharply, react to stress, things like that. It may play into the dopamine pathways, right? It kind of works into the, those dopamine pathways. And when people are low dopamine, they can tend to have more cravings, right? More of a, a desire for sugar, right? Sugars uh, also helps stimulate dopamine. So perhaps the glutamine, not only obviously we know that helps with supporting the gut, but also maybe triggering some dopamine that gives them the sensation that they were looking for the sugar to get, right? So just my, just a thought. That's very interesting. And, you know, we, we sort of put these uh, neurotransmitters and amino acids into the buckets of low blood sugar and glutamine, low serotonin and tryptophan and, and 5-HTP and then low GABA and GABA and even the uh, the the low endorphins and DPA, but they do affect the other neurotransmitters as well. Even though they're primarily in these little buckets, they do have these uh, impacts on other neurotransmitters. I must say, I haven't seen the the what you're talking about, the effects of glutamine on dopamine, and I'm intrigued to go and, and see if I, I can find something related to that because uh, when I do these interviews, I always get to learn. So thanks for sharing that. But uh, with, with regards to low dopamine, what we didn't talk about today is there is a, an amino acid that helps specifically helps with low wow. dopamine. And you mentioned about this need for sugar when you've got low dopamine. And with low dopamine, the symptoms are uh, poor focus, low energy, and fatigue. And this uh, need for sugar 
to give us this energy and to give us this focus. And then also with low dopamine, we'll have depression. And the depression is a sort of blah kind of uh, call, call up in bed kind of depression. And we self-medicate with sugar. I'll often see people use diet sodas in, in this area or uh -huh. they'll use sodas or, or coffee to get through the day, to give them that energy to get through that day and to stop those sugar cravings. But so, and the amino acid for, for low dopamine or the low catecholamines is tyrosine. So we didn't really uh -huh. talk about that one today, but that's another area that, that plays into this. Um, and it needs to be addressed as well. And you can have deficiencies in, in any of those areas. And then the other one is the, I mentioned the DPA and that combination product. When you've got low endorphins, you crave bread and cookies or ice cream or dairy and, and you know, creamy kind of things. And you, you've got this sort of really strong emotional connection to these foods. And uh, using the DPA, D-phenylalanine, uh, actually what it does is it destroys the, it, it breaks down the enzyme that destroys endorphins. And in that way, it mm -hmm. raises your endorphin level. So using DPA, D-phenylalanine, or the other one, which is DLPA, some of it, some of that one, D-L-phenylalanine converts to dopamine and some converts to endorphins and you get those benefits as well. So you could have deficiencies in all five areas and, and need to use amino acids to address deficiencies in each of those areas. But in, in all instances, we use um, one amino acid at a time initially. I mean, start with one amino and then layer in the other ones. And then if something's not working, we drop that and continue with the others. And some people, you know, they just really resonate with the fact that they've got low serotonin worry. That's me. Um, or they've got low GABA. I was actually a low GABA girl. That was my, my big area was, oh. I would say, when it came to my anxiety, um, it was definitely low GABA and GABA was life-saving for me. Um, and then the other two areas that seem to have affected me at different times of, of my life is low serotonin and tryptophan has been very helpful. And then uh, the endorphins. If, if I'm not exercising, I will notice a huge impact um, to my endorphin levels and I'll just start needing, feeling like I need some sort of comfort food. And then once you raise those endorphins, um, it, it can can make a big difference. Yeah, so good, so good. One last question. You had mentioned timing with a lot of these, how, you know, for example, the GABA, I believe it was GABA and also the serotonin, it was coming on kind of late afternoon, evening. How about like a first thing in the morning? If you have somebody that seems like they sleep well, they feel like, or they're telling you they sleep well, but they wake up in the morning and that's when they're having their panic attacks. Is that in any sort of pattern that you're noticing? Um, I would think uh, low blood sugar could definitely be mm. a factor. I yeah. would also think low GABA. So GABA, mm. tryptophan is dosed mid-afternoon and evening. evening GABA yeah. can be first thing in the morning, mid-morning, mid-afternoon, and evening if you need it for sleep. And then for some people, they need serotonin support earlier in the day. So if someone's got wakes up and they're feeling terribly anxious and they've got the other low GABA symptoms, I'd probably start with GABA. Then uh -huh. we might um, have them use tryptophan in the afternoon and evening, and we may give them some 5-HTP in the morning. And it's a matter of doing a trial. Yeah. And the other thing that I think of with that panic in the morning is high cortisol. We do a, a salivary cortisol um, adrenal profile, yeah. and we see that they've got high cortisol at night or in the morning. Then we will use something like lactium, which is hydrolyzed casein, which can help lower that high cortisol first thing in the morning. 
Mm, really good, really good nuggets right there. Well, thanks so much, Trudy. And I know you also have a great blog where people can find out more information. Um, and you also have your great book, The Anti-Anxiety Food Solution. So guys, definitely check that out. Fantastic book. Um, and what are you up to with your blog? And, and tell everybody, I think it's, what is it? Every Woman Over 40? Is that is that it? Every Woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember it off the top of my head. I'm like, I know. Yeah, it's every Woman Over 29. Over 29. Over 29. That's yeah. right. Yeah, so the blog, um, I write an article every week and uh, great uh, great feedback from my community. I get to learn from them and they comment on the blog. And um, I've got online programs, uh, but then uh, Amazing Aminos for Anxiety. And then I've got a GABA program where you can just learn to learn how to use the amino acids if you can't figure it out from my book because I've spelled it out in the book. Mm. So you can do all of this on your own. But if you feel like you need guidance, I've got the online programs. And like you, I've hosted a lot of summits. I've hosted six yeah. anxiety summits. And then I also offer practitioner training on the use of these individual amino acids because I know you use them in your your practice and uh -huh. your clinic. And um, I think it, all practitioners should be using them because as well as the increase in anxiety that we're seeing, it helps with these addictions and it helps with um, breaking the addiction and not having to use willpower. And as you mentioned earlier, it helps with that overwhelm that folks are feeling as they, they're trying to make all these changes. And then as we learned today, they're helping with leaky gut as well, which is so important. That's right. So good. So again, every woman over 29, I know we joked about that, but yeah, you know, if you're out there, females tend to have a greater propensity towards anxiety, towards, towards some of these things. Of course, men can be, can as well, and they would benefit from this blog. But uh, yeah, everywomanover29.com. Check that out for Trudy and check out her book. Thanks again, Trudy. And everybody, we'll see you on a future interview. Be blessed. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.